You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider. Hey, here we go. Let's get it on. Hey, 402. Or something like that in the afternoon. It's a uh, beautiful fall fast Friday here. On the premier home for motorsports, I am motorsports insider Kurt Hansen, but you probably know that. If you don't, um, it's okay. It, we're an acquired taste. I get that. But uh, that's what we do every Friday. It's the drive from 3 to 5 here on the premier home. The blowtorch, as we call it, AM 1600 ESPN and FM 104.3. The fan is sounding resplendent in HD 2981 in the Northern Territories and always streaming around the country. And around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. Check out the new content, the new site, all the new good, cool stuff. And, of course, Sid the Kid pushing all the buttons. And she will have the wildly popular uh, Race Central podcast on denverfan.com right after the program. Uh, we're matriculating our way to our good friend Justin Ashley, who's currently leading the top fuel category in the NHRA. We love talking straight liners here on the Premier Home. Kind of an interesting, um, boy, if you if you'd looked at the standings five or six weeks ago, it looks so different. And, and Stevie Torrance, who's going for the drive for five, which is incredible. That's uh, Tony Schumacher-like, because Tony was a seven-time champion, if memory serves me correct. Uh, he did not make the cutoff this year, right behind Leah Pruitt, which is kind of interesting. Uh, rooftop Richie uh, in the house, uh, just uh, d- tuning us up here with uh, Sid the Kid. And, uh, you know, if you, oh my gosh, incoming. If you look at these standings, you know, pressing, as they do do, that's what they do, because without the dough, there's no go. <clears throat> but based on a couple wins and your U.S. National Championship or champion winner, which is double points, Antron is currently third. And we had him on the phone. Uh, Sid, was that right after he won the U.S. Nationals? I think we had Antron on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and we haven't talked to Justin in a while. Uh, Brittany, uh, we had Brittany lined up, but I think a weekend we had her lined up. I think we got preempted by a stick and ball sport or something. But it's um, it's an interesting championship as it looks right now. So here's our, our top ten. Justin Ashley with an 82-point lead over Brittany. Um, <laughs> wow. Antron's right there, 84 points behind Justin, two points behind Brittany. Steve Torres, 96 back. Mike Salinas, who really kind of really came storming out of the gates this year, uh, won at Pomona, if memory serves me correct. And uh, besides Vegas, they go to Vegas in a week, which is a special place for me because I actually met my wife when I was in Vegas covering that race for the NHRA with ESPN, the network doing a radio show at the ESPN zone. So kind of a special uh, uh, quasi uh, anniversary. Uh, Josh Hart has fought his way back into it. It's sixth. Austin Prox, seventh. Doug Coletta, eighth. Sean Langdon, ninth. ninth, And the hillbilly Clay Milliken is 10th. I, boy, and I like Doug. And if you're not familiar with the uh, Coletta 
uh, well, the Coletta story, they own Coletta Air, which they got a lot of airplanes up in that sky. And during actually during the wildfires here so bad in 2020, a lot of those planes were owned by Coletta Air. And a, lo- a lot of the troops fly in Coletta Air. A lot of the cargo flies in Coletta Air. Uh, hence the DHL sponsorship. You get me? You feel me right here? You feeling me? I'm feeling you. It's called leverage. When you haul a bunch of DHL stuff in your aero biplanes, you can go to DHL and say, hey, by the way, we got this little race team over here. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of how it works if you... If you feel my drift, if you can, if you can uh, 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 see what I'm saying, I'm an idiot. Uh, but that's how it works. <clears throat> All about corporate sponsorships, relationships, the whole deal. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, Doug Coletta. <clears throat> The closest he's come to win, winning a championship was so long ago, I think uh, Gerald Ford was president or something like that. I, no, it wasn't that long ago. But it was Dougie Coletta, that's what we call him, Dougie, against Tony Schumacher, who uh, is 12th currently in the championship in the Menard family. Uh, Toffield Dragster, Menard's, uh, the Maynard family, excuse me, not Menard's. Menard family is, is like a, they got billions. And they just resigned with Tony. They they just want to help Tony out, which I dig. We had we had Tony on right after he announced he was coming back for a couple of final races last season, and then uh, very much in, in, you know intimated in this program that he had a new deal and he would announce it. And then we once he announced it, we had him back on. Uh, Tony's a really good dude. Um, but it came down to. Tony Schumacher, Doug Coletta. Doug was leading the championship. I, I think it was literally a handful, hand, a handful of points. I want to say this was 07, 08. It's been a little bit of time. And Doug was leading. Tony had to set a, quali- a national record, qualify number one, and then win the race. He did it. They call it the pass. Now, you're not thinking back to, uh, that was the catch. That was Dwight Clark. Very good restaurant, by the way. Clark's by the Bay. Down the South Bay. Um, Tony qualified number one, set national record in the qualifying, and got through the elimination rounds and came head-to-head with Doug Coletta. If he'd lost to Coletta in that final round, Coletta would have won the championship by literally like a blink of an eye in points. Okay, leave me alone. I feel like I'm in that movie Castaway. Leave me alone, Wilson. I don't remember all everything. It's just a lot of stuff. And Tony did it. Called the pass. That's the last time Doug Coletta was relevant. He qualified number one in Phoenix when I was down there uh, earlier this year. And then first round, literally went out and pooped his pants in eliminations. Thanks to uh, to Coletta and uh, 
our good friend Elon Warner, we were uh, eating fine prime rib in their hospitality area, and Doug hid. Kind of feel, I kind of felt bad for him. I just, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. But our next guest will be your top few points leader. That would be Justin Ashley. Uh, Justin Ashley and Antron Brown share the Lucas Oil Hospitality Center for uh, t- their two teams. So thank you very much, Justin, and thank you very much, Antron. Phillips Connect, uh, Vita Seashot Dragster. Lead the points. It's going to get real exciting here. That's and besides Formula One or Indy cars. You know, I don't know rubbing Indy cars or Formula One, but it does happen. Uh, ain't no rubbing going on. They're rubbing on the cars, but no rubbing on each other. Two races to go, and Justin Ashley has been on a roll and is building momentum. Good stuff. Looking forward to talking to Justin Ashley. Hey, it is Race Central Radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch. Uh, what can I tell you? PDA Road Gear, they do so much, I can't even tell you all of it, except they got the special going on right now. Never pay for a ticket again. But they do everything that you possibly can think of, your car, your boat, your RV, your motorcycle, custom sound. Hey, they're super price competitive. Uh, they're five-star all the way around. They're Denver's oldest Radio shop, going to see Guy and his team. They're award winners too, and inquire about that. Never pay for a speeding ticket again. Deal they got going on. What can I tell you? Also, Coyote Motorsports. Uh, it's just a little drive up or down I twenty five. Denver's only star certified Yamaha dealer, one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. They got the motorcycle starting at two thousand nine ninety nine and zero percent financing. We also got the e-bikes now, the scooters. It's cool. I'm riding my e-bike, and I am loving it. Go see Brian uh, today. Also, it's going to be that time of year. Uh, Colpar Hobbytown, Colpar's Hobbytown, two locations to serve you. Colpar.com. Get those gift certificates, those stocking stuffers for the motorsports fan in your family. I'm the insider, Justin Ashley, coming up next, and RaceCentralMedia.com. the drive from three to five yeah right here on espn am 1600 fm 104.3 the fan hd2 and always streaming uh, around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter motorsports fan that's racecentralmedia.com you've uh if you've been listening to the whole show i've been talking a lot about justin ashley our next guest in the program he's, he's kind of become like a regular and the last time we talked to justin he was in new york at the rehearsal dinner and the police cars were coming after him but i'm not sure they can catch him because he's been up to some pretty nasty tricks lately most recently in houston and now he's your top fuel points leader bro this is this is almost are, are you pinching yourself <laughs> I appreciate you having me on. I'm pitching myself in a way. It's uh, it's crazy, man. We're two races a year from the end of the. Uh, we're two races away from the end of the season, and we're number one in points. And it uh, honestly it doesn't get much better than this. And it's an exciting time for our team. I mean, you think uh, you know, rookie of the year in a weird year of 2020, but this has kind of been a, a very meticulous and, and, and meteoric rise um, to just kind of a. a, a <laughs> It's been a, it's, it's not been a crawl, but it's just been done with a lot of patience and a lot of perfection, and and very well planned. And I think, dude, if, if momentum counts, you had a lot of momentum going on. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think so too. I think the way the sport is designed is 
it's all about getting hot at the right time with the countdown. And, you know, fortunately for us, we had a really good regular season, but come countdown time, we've really positioned ourselves well. And throughout the first four races, we've really done our job. You mentioned that it was it was. In this sport and really in life, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And we wanted to make sure that we took our time and, and built the team the right way. We wanted to have specific personnel in place. And honestly, it's a testament to our crew chiefs, Mike Green, Tommy DeLago, and, and Dustin Davis as well, who's put together a great, great group of guys. And I think that you see the results. The results are really showing now. And listen, we got a long way to go. If we leave that door open even slightly, there's going to be a ton of drivers that are ready to pounce on any opportunity, but, um, you know, so far so good. And we just have to stay within ourselves and, and keep doing what we're doing for the remainder of the year. Yeah. We're talking to Justin Ashley, uh, the Phillips connect Vita Seashaw dragster. Uh, if, if you were a football team, they say in a football team, you build, you know, uh, from the from the inside out, i.e., you know, uh, guards, tackles, la, la, la. on the defensive side, you do the same thing. You've, you've kind of built this thing. I mean, the core, let me, because I can ramble, you know that. The, the core is really, really strong. And when you have a strong core, like your fitness training, you can, um, uh, you can add bits and pieces that really make a difference. And, man, I tell you, uh, the, just the way – that you've you know risen to where you are now, it's been it's been awful fast. But let me get to this point: uh, Vegas, Pomona. I, I just I can't remember all the stuff. I've sniffed too much nitro. I love it. But uh, have you been good at Vegas and Pomona? We've had some success. So the last time we raced at Pomona was earlier in the year, and we won the race. That's right? what I that thought. Was at Pomona to get the season started, and then in Vegas. Last year, at the end of the year in the fall, this race, uh, we went to the semifinals. So we've had success at both these tracks before, and, um, you know, I think we're well-positioned. We have enough data. Uh, Mike Green and Tommy DeLago certainly have a logbook of, uh, you know, of information going back to this race and Pomona at this time of the year from the past. But, um, you know, look, you know, we took a big step forward this year, uh, a totally different combination. So I'm really not sure how much we can lean at. It's more about leaning on the information that we have most recently uh over the few races that have kind of brought us up to this point but you know we feel ready we feel ready to go uh i personally love those tracks both vegas and pomona and um you know it's an exciting time of the year yeah i i i I was hearkening back and i thought you'd won the season opener and you've done this with sitting a race out that this sounds like uh uh erica ender's stuff Right. Um, you know, I mean, look, it's, you know, you just got to take advantage of every opportunity that you have. Uh, you really do. I think, in my humble opinion, and I think everyone will tell you the same thing, this is the toughest top fuel class in NHRA history, period. Uh, we're living in the good old days right now. I mean, the competition is so good. You had 12 cars that were in the countdown, and then the cars that weren't in the countdown that were considered part-time cars, really weren't even part-time guys. They were just out there on a part-time basis. So it is so tough. And I think that a reason why you see us being so successful is because we've almost had no choice. We've had to rise to the occasion. These other drivers and these other teams, we have to thank them because we're all making each other better. So any race that we attend, there's very little margin for error, especially at this time of the year. And we want to try and capitalize on every opportunity that we have. Yeah, well, you know, your dad, very successful businessman, uh, funny car driver back in the day, team, then team owner running a, a fuel car and a funny car. I, I, in reading your bio, I think I saw that you had 
five wins in Top Fuel. It seems like you got a lot more. Is that number right, or am I just am I struggling? Yeah, no. So it's five wins in Top Fuel. This is really only our second, technically, full season because my rookie season was only eleven races because it was COVID. So right. We're in the middle of really only our second full season. Jeez. We've had five wins so far. Um, I did win three races prior to this in Top Alcohol Dragster as well. But um, you know, it's uh, look, it, it's tough to win these things. Um, it really is really difficult. That's why you have to appreciate it anytime you do it. That's like a weekend like last where you had to go through just a gauntlet of opponents to be able to win the fall nationals there. Um, you know, you really grow to, to learn from those experiences and, and appreciate them. Yeah, Justin Ashley. So it is correct. Uh, seven career wins, uh, 14 final rounds, which is super impressive, but uh, a three, six, eight with a seven career best ET, a three thirty four four with an eight career best speed. So, is it business as usual as you go to Las Vegas and Pomona, or, or you, you got some new little cool stuff that you don't want to talk about? Well, no, I think it's business as usual, uh, you know, for the most part. Obviously, I think, you know, with the championship on the line uh, in Vegas and Pomona over these last two races, there's a little bit of an added uh, intensity, a little bit of an edge. And, um, you know, it's just I think that the important thing is to keep doing what we're doing, to not change anything. It's very easy to start changing things and, get caught up in all the attention and hoopla and everything that surrounds it and, uh, you know, start to feel the pressure. But the key is to continue to just be the very best that we can be and not try and race the person in the other lane, but instead just focus on racing the racetrack. And I think that's what we've done such a good job of. And we're in this position to begin with, so we have to stay in this position moving forward. And the one thing that I will say that's very exciting is beginning in Vegas, uh, we are launching a Racing for Warriors program uh, due to our partnership with Phillips Connect and in conjunction with the Wyken Foundation where we are hosting a raffle. And anyone who wants to donate to potentially win a really cool prize, uh, a die cast, uh, a video message from me, an autographed crew shirt, um, you know, is automatically eligible and entered to win one of those. And it goes right to supporting the Wyken Foundation, which, which helps support our troops. And, and with Veterans Day coming up, we thought that was a really exciting, uh, fun thing to do. You, you and your dad are just on fire. But I, you, we've talked about this before, Elon, you and me. Um, it's because you're so professional, so good at the at the business side and the PR side. But, um, you know, it, it's it sounds like you're all set for next year. That's got to be a great relief because then you can just focus on what's coming up next. It is. It's huge. And, look, a, a partnership is one thing, but it's got to be a win-win partnership, and you really got to love appreciate and respect the people that you work with and you know that's how we feel about phillips connect so we are all set for 2023 and you know i'm personally and our team is very very grateful for the opportunity to work with jim epler and, and amber white and, and rob phillips and everybody uh, within the phillips family because it truly is a win-win it's a special relationship and you know we absolutely love the business side of it and we absolutely love working together with them so again it's going to be the phillips connect uh top field dragster next year and, and hopefully beyond and uh, you know, we're already looking forward to that. Yeah, when you go to Vegas and uh, Pomona, just give yourself a little extra Vitus E shot for me, huh? And I want to thank uh, you and Antron for hosting us and our great partners at Race Central Radio and TV and your hospitality uh, when you're here at the Mile Highs. But, buddy, uh, he's your top fuel points uh, leader. You can hear it. You, you, the, the confidence, why they're so professional, why they will. Uh, They'll get it done, and they'll go into 2023 with Phillips Connect and just uh, doing what they do and uh, laying laps down. Hey, uh, Justin, have a great weekend. Say hi to your pops, and, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, bud. 
Will do, man. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Have a great rest of the night. There you go. There's Justin Nashie right there, your top fuel points leader in the NHRA. Two rounds to go. We got Viva Las Vegas and then the series finale at Pomona. Hey, it's Race Central on the radio, the longest running motorsports show on the radio on the TV side, too, at racecentralmedia.com for everything that we do. Wow. Good stuff right there. It's uh, 27 minutes after the hour. We'll be back after this. Thirty-three minutes after the hour, uh, great to catch up with Justin Ashley. Boy, what uh, that dude is laser focused. Uh, his dad was a very competitive, uh, funny car driver, and then it went on to be team owner, and had a funny car and a top fuel car, and I believe um, uh, Colorado Melly Troxel drove bo- both. I believe uh, and did quite well in the cars. Uh, Mel. Uh, not not driving anymore, a successful real estate agent, but uh, Melly Troxel drove both cars and did so with uh, much professionalism and had had success. One, uh, I, I know she won the season opener at Pomona one year, and I, I, as I asked Justin the question, I remember he won the season opener this year at Pomona. So that data, 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 some say tomato, some say tomato, uh, could become very handy. Like data right there. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Formula. I'm going to do a little Formula One here a little bit. A little World Outlaws too, as that's where I was when I was out of town last week, which should be fun. But you know, <clears throat> um, <laughs> the whole Bubba Wallace, uh, Kyle Larson thing, and Christopher Bell was caught up in the middle of it too. It is is a big deal and and getting legs, as we would say, but a very very soft suspension, light suspension, I mean, a suspension for one race, but a very light penalty. A lot of people are like, wait a minute. Um, again, back to the consistency of NASCAR. <clears throat> I believe the inconsistency is leading to some of these scenarios because I think that, well, it's uh, it's like, yeah, it's not going to hurt that much. Well, it might. Um, so let's let's hear from Bubba Wallace on what happened with Kyle Larson from Fox Sports right here. It's nowhere clear and just stayed in the gas. I lifted and it was too late at that point. And he just ran us into the fence. Everything broke and we were wadded up. Uh, just, just racing, right? So just have to uh, do better and be better. Mm. <laughs> well... <clears throat> Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Just race the thing. He forgot about the part where he accelerated. The car was all broken up, huh? It was so broken up. He forgot about the part where he just goes in, uh, hits Kyle Larson at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just racing. Hmm. Uh, Christopher Bell chimed in on should Bubba Wallace face further discipline. Thanks, Fox Sports, right here and right now. Just got ran into the wall, and then he retaliated on the five and wiped us out. I mean, I don't know. You follow protocol, whatever they've done in the past. What type of challenge do you have now for Homestead and Martinsville? And do you feel better about that challenge than what you faced last week? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel better about winning at Homestead or Martinsville than I did the Roval. Uh, obviously, we got really lucky at the Roval. 
Um, so we're going to have to get lucky again. But I think our performance will be capable of racing for a win at least. Yeah. You can tell by the soft and kind nature uh, uh, or tone in Mr. Bell's voice that uh, he's okay. He's all right. Bubba, uh, can we check that? Kyle Larson has some thoughts. And let's hear from Kyle Larson, thanks to Fox Sports. Be penalized for hooking it down the straightaway. No, I mean, I don't want to be the one to, to judge that. Um, yeah, we, I, I guess, obviously, we wouldn't. I don't like seeing it. I don't think any of us like seeing it. Um, I don't want to see him be penalized either. But, you know, I think until they do something, um, it could potentially keep happening. I mean, you see it here and there a handful of times throughout the year, and it's it's obviously not a, a safe thing to do, especially at high speeds and the way these cars are. But um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. Um, like I said, he, he has a reason to be mad. Um, I just think I don't think he'll do that again, whether he's penalized or not. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Everybody's looking over my shoulder today because Kyle Larson has the same thoughts that said – a talking head, or as uh, DMAC would call me, a muzzle had that it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And let's hope that somebody doesn't really get hurt while it just keeps happening. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sid liked that. You like that, Sid? That was pretty good, huh? How come you're not eating some of your uh, fuzzy, bubbly, uh, vegan uh, tree sticks or whatever? Oh, you got the Verba, Verba Mate? What the hell is that? T, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Sounds uh, delightful. Yeah. i got to get start mixing a few more salads. I'm starting to get a little... Uh, God, from, I mean, after losing 60 pounds after uh, all the surgeries and stuff, uh, I'm starting to uh, attain a... Uh, I wanted to stay at 185. I mean, now 198. And the holidays are coming. I, I, I could walk in here in December you may not, or January. You may not recognize me. It's p- totally possible. You, you don't eat. You know, you're tiny. Not true. Not true. Okay. Uh, yeah, you eat twigs and drink tea. No. No? I eat good stuff. You eat good stuff? Yeah. When was the last time you had a steak? Oh, come on. <laughs> or a big juicy Whopper with cheese. No. No, okay. Uh, if you, Sid's a vegan. Uh, she's very good at what she does, though. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna touch on this because this uh, Formula One is, as we've talked about many times in this program, is is now having huge success in America. Yes, I've said it before. Blah 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 blah. Netflix certainly helped him out. Uh, the pandemic didn't really help anybody out, but if it did help anybody out via vis-a-vis Netflix, it was Formula One popularity in America. Um, yeah, and so now we have three races. But I think, I mean, I can remember, so back in the day, Watkins Glen was the only Formula One race in America, and that was America's Formula One race, and they did cool stuff like Party Like Animals and like, Burned Greyhound buses in the bog, in the bog, and it was a pretty good time. Uh, everybody had a good time. Trust me when I tell you, the stories continue. And you can uh, you find that video. Actually, I may post that 
on my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen after the program, the video of the, uh, the, th- the thieves stealing the double-decker Greyhound bus and driving into the bog and setting it afire, as they would say. But they, 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 the drivers do love going to Austin. And, of course, Miami this year was a huge success. We got Vegas next year, Miami, and then Austin. Um, yeah, Austin is cool. I was there doing some TV stuff with Trans Am years ago. It's a great, Coda's a great circuit. It's a cool town. And the drivers really like going there. I mean, why wouldn't you? Get the hell out of Europe for, I mean, it's a long season. They'll, they'll race to the, you know, the end of November. So they get to come to America and have hot dogs and hamburgers and all kinds of, you know, bougie stuff. And uh, they celebrate it by many of the drivers paint their helmets in very cool, uh, special uh, themes. It's kind of become a thing. And it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, And congratulations, because he wasn't crowned champion yet. Last time we were on the air. But uh, Max, the axe for stopping. Uh, Yeah, it's... Formula One is a very interesting animal in its own right. But the success of the Netflix series has IndyCar doing their series and a lot of uh, race series working on stuff kind of like it. Uh, NASCAR has their series on, uh, I believe it's Fox. That uh, No, I think it's NBC Sports or NBC. Uh, what it's like to be a race car driver, blah, blah, blah. It has a lot of fuzzy, because Lloyd, Corey LaJoy, who's been a guest on this program, handsome young guy, long hair, kind of hip and cool, uh, getting better as a driver, and, and with some more money could probably even be better. But, you know, uh, the Dylan boys and, and Corey LaJoy, because he's cool, uh, you know, all that good stuff. But it's, it's an interesting series. And it's got the wives in there. It's kind of like housewives of... <laughs> You know, Hillbilly Alley or whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. It is Race Central on the radio. Go to the website, racecentralmedia.com. I command you. And listen to the podcast on denverfan.com after the program. Yeah. I can't believe the show's going fast. This is last last call. Last call for no alcohol. Wow. Hey, that's cool. We're back after this. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. About 47 minutes after the hour as we go last call here on the premier home. It's the drive from 3 to 5. It is Race Central on the radio. Uh, Great to be back with you. I never got to my uh, World of Outlaw story, uh, uh, trip story, which I'll do that next week. Uh, I will be in Phoenix for the Cup finale, and you can follow us on Twitter at Race Central. I'll also be streaming live stuff at Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, too many folks over there, so uh, like us at uh, Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media, Kurt Hansen's Race Central TV, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we've talked before about the, uh, the, the, the Women's Series, the W Series, and Colorado Sabre Cook's been a great guest on the program. She's really talented on the PR side and really talented behind the wheel. Uh, they had to suspend operations because of financial difficulties uh, this season. They hope to resume uh, next season. But Formula One is working on creating a all-women uh, feeder series. I know how snarky Formula One can be. <clears throat> 
I hope the story does not come out that Formula One, per se, uh, air quotes, uh, pushed or stole sponsors or pushed the W Series into non-existence. Now, having said that, uh, the, the W Series, great formula, great ideas, great stuff, but but maybe not the, the pace to resist all. And hopefully, if Formula One owns the series, they'll be, they got skin in the game. And that would be a good thing. It, it, it's been since 76 that uh, Lello Lombardi raced in the Austrian Grand Prix. So they're hoping to have 15 seats available, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the feeder series will take a different approach. They'll promote drivers into Formula 3 and Formula 2, which I, I, I like that idea. I think going from forward to W uh, right to Formula 1 or maybe stepping into Formula 2 car might be too big of a jump, but we don't know. It just hasn't happened yet. But we'll see what happens. Uh, there is a very, very, well, she's really, really good. Uh, three-time W Series champion Jamie Chadwick, three times, is testing with Andretti's Indy Lights team. That's not Formula 1 for sure. That's not even maybe Formula 2. But uh, she's never competed in Formula 3 or Formula 2. And it, it's, it's funding. It's all funding. But if Formula 1's behind it, they can certainly write the check and put a driver into Formula 1. So maybe that's their plan. So we've been talking about Kurt Busch stepping aside from racing. And uh, we got him. Kurt Busch to step away from full-time racing thanks to Fox Sports. Well, it's great to see all of you here. NASCAR family. It's my village, and it's just great to be part of everything back and being here in person. You know, uh, 28 years ago, I, I stood here in this, this area of the desert, literally, and took a glamour shot with my first race car that I built with my dad and my family. Uh, and racing's all I've ever known. You know, my passion, my work ethic, and my persistence has helped me reach all the dreams that a kid could dream of. There's not one reason why, uh, or one person, or one circumstance that has made a stronger difference than another. Uh, it's taken everything and, and everyone. With that said, uh, I know I'm not 100% in my ability to go out and race at the top level of the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, these are the best of the best drivers, and lately, I haven't felt my best. Uh, the doctors have come to the conclusion that it's best for me to shut it down for this season. And even though I've made solid gains and been working with all the top specialists and the team at Toyota Performance Center, I'm still not 100% and I'm still not cleared to race. As I continue to focus on my health towards being cleared, I'll be stepping away from full-time NASCAR Cup Series competition in 2023. My long-term health is priority number one, and I don't feel committing at this point to compete for a championship next year is in my best interest or the best interest of the team. You know, I've thoroughly enjoyed working with 2311, you know, this team of wonderful professionals. Uh, I appreciate their support and what they've shown me over the last few months. I will continue to work with this group. I want to share my wisdom and knowledge and everything that I've gained with my unofficial PhD in this garage area it deserves to stay with 2311. We're building something special here and I look forward to continuing to work with Bubba Wallace off the track as well as Tyler Reddick 
who will join the team next year to drive the number 45 Toyota. I'll continue to be a brand ambassador with Monster Energy and my family. Our fraternity and sorority of athletes from around the world are the best of the best. Monster Energy and I have been together for over a decade, conquering the world and lifestyle in a can. Toyota and TRD will remain part of my future as well. Uh, they've embraced me like a long-lost brother, and I'm grateful for their support, and we will continue to go places together. Uh, to all the NASCAR fans, I can't thank you enough for your support through the journey this year and all the years. Uh, your notes and words of encouragement have meant a lot to me. I've also been blessed throughout my career to race with so many great teams, teammates, and sponsors. Uh, all those people I've met along the way have made the journey up to now that much more special. I'm still competitive, passionate, and I want to continue to perform with my core values and to give back to a community that has been my life since I left Las Vegas to pursue a professional racing career over 22 years ago. Next year, my contributions to racing may look a little different, but I'll continue to give my best to this sport. And if I'm clear, maybe you'll see me at a few select races. Wow. You could hear him start to choke up there. And uh, with the relationship that, that I built with Kurt and knowing him, uh, you know, yeah, he used to be the outlaw. And it was a, the guy's changed a lot. Uh, as, as I said, after uh, Kyle broke his um, both his legs in the Xfinity car at Daytona a few years ago, Makes you a little more respective, a little more introspective, excuse me, a little humbling. And, and as you said, may see him back um, part-time. So that door is still open, and it's pretty powerful stuff. We got, how long, we got time for the audio, kiddo? No, nah, we really don't. Okay. I wanted to get to Tyler Reddick on moving to 2311 for next season because those two announcements are kind of married to each other. Uh, we'll get to that next week. Uh, Formula One is in Austin, America's Grand Prix, as they like to call it. NASCAR at Homestead, Miami. Who's the favorite? Well, Danny Hamlin, 8-1. to one. Who's right behind him? Ryan Blaney, nine to one. Who's third? Ross Chastain, ten to one. Wow. Hey, uh, it comes time to do commerce, support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. Who are those people? That's be PDA Road Gear, Denver's oldest uh, custom stereo shop. Uh, PDAroadgear.com. Coyote Motorsports. I get the e bikes too. And also the amazing CF Moto lineup at 0%. Colpar Hobby, Colpar's Hobby Town, uh, two locations to serve you. It's coming to the holiday season. Get the gift cards for those bigger little gearheads in your family. Total Bev, uh, your one stop and fastest stop for your, well, all your confection, cigars, and beverages, and more. And Podium Karting. It's a great weekend to go out karting, axe throwing, or just a great time out with the family. February 19th, our Daytona 500 party. Lock it in right there. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Great to be with you on a beautiful fall Friday. It's Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 and RaceCentralMedia.com. For Sid the Kid and everybody here, we'll see you next week. everybody.